It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing all right. Um, it's Survivor Sunday, but it's also Selection Sunday. Uh, March Madness mm-hmm. is upon us. Boo, boo, boo. It's here, uh, yeah, it's here again. One shining moment. Um... Let's watch all the all of the promising young student athletes go out there and uh, play some fucking basketball. Hell yeah! Just for the love of the game, you know. Well, they can get endorsement money now, but yes, it's Just primarily supposed to be for money. the love of the game. And then don't worry about any of where any of the money goes. Yeah, who cares? Just money. This is all about yeah. the game. If you, uh, yeah, it seems like you're thinking more about where this money's going than about the. We're game talking about money. About Talking about money? I'm talking about the game. Um, Who are you selecting this Sunday? Uh, Well, um, I will be rooting for Michigan, as I always do. Um, Mm -hmm. They are not a guarantee to make the tournament, but they probably will. Uh, If you're asking me who I am going to pick to win the national title, I will say the University of Arizona. Okay. I'm going to say the University of North Carolina. Are they any good this year? They're going to be in the tournament, but they're not that good. Okay, well, it's all about the Cinderella stories. <laughs> I guess we'll see so, how good they are or aren't. What if What if they do really good, you know? Jake, um, I'm, going to, I'm going to throw this out here right now. Okay. I'm laying this down. We're starting a new season. We're going to be counting points again. Mm-hmm. I would like to throw in a bonus wager that if the University of Arizona and North Carolina end up meeting in the NCAA tournament... <laughs> Okay. Whichever team wins, one of us gets a point for. Okay, but are you saying they both have to make it into the final game? No, not the final or game. Or just one if of them. They, if they play each other, it, there's no guarantee they'll even be in a position where they could play each other, and it oh, wouldn't matter then. I'm saying if, if there is meeting. some point where they play each other in the tournament, if North Carolina wins, you get a point. If Arizona wins, I get a point. I like that idea a lot. I'll also say... Uh, I was thinking something similar. I was thinking uh, if Arizona or North Carolina does end up winning the whole thing, we'll also get a point. Okay. Um, so that's just a fun thing we can do with uh, Survivor uh, points that we win. Um, what is a tournament? The season never starts in March. So, true. Speaking of Survivor, Thomas, did you watch the premiere of Survivor 42 last night? This is uh, this is forty two. This is Survivor forty two. Yeah, the sequel to this is forty, uh, and that is definitely the movie we will be referencing most throughout the season. Judd Apatow's This is forty, and no we're gonna other. Make this, movie. We're going to make this joke because I'm pretty sure that we made this joke for for uh, Survivor. Sorry, Survivor forty one. We're going to yeah. make this joke every single season until we get to Survivor fifty. Yeah, and then we'll say this is fifty. This is fifty. <laughs> And Paul Rudd will still look the same. Yeah, that's oh my the crazy God. thing about it. How does he not age? It must be good vibes. Must probably just good vibes and not probably, being racist. This is how you age when you're unproblematic and also a millionaire. Yeah. Uh, the episode uh, that we watched this week was the premiere of Survivor 42, and it was called "Feels Like a Roller Coaster." What did you think of this episode title? Uh, you know, pretty good. I liked, you know, I I think initially I was going to be kind of dismissive, and then I was like, 
what what does a roller coaster feel like? And then I was like, oh, pretty good, actually. Yeah. So it reminded me of how much fun, I actually. like roller coasters. So that's got to count for something. I'll tell you, I was terrified of roller coasters growing up. I didn't like getting thrown around like that. Uh, I also had an insulin pump on me at all times and was afraid of it flying out of my pocket. Yeah, you know um, you keep that thing on you. Yeah, I gotta. Can't live without it. Um, don't, don't make Jake pull out the pump on you. But I went to Six Flags Great America, I think it's called, here in Gurney, Illinois, last year, last summer. So fun. So fun. Went on a bunch of different rides. Really fun. Went to Disney World a few weeks ago, a month ago or so. Also very fun. It was raining a lot, uh, and it was cold, so that was not fun. But the rides, pretty fun. And I also had a really cute Stitch poncho that got ripped up while I was wearing it. So I had to buy a new $12 poncho outside of Pirates of the Caribbean. And it didn't even have any Pirates of the Caribbean stuff on it. It was just Walt Disney World's 125th anniversary or whatever. And I was like, this is not what I came here for. Where's Jack Sparrow? I would like to apologize to the listeners for what is maybe the least interesting anecdote that has ever been told on the show. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> I don't, no, I'm sorry. I'm being rude. What was... Um, so, uh, tell me more about the fucking poncho that <laughs> you got at Disney World. <laughs> and I didn't will never have Johnny Depp on it. See, this is what happens when you are problematic. You don't end up on ponchos. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm not respecting Disney experience. <laughs> what if I was a Disney adult, but only for ponchos? Like I had a whole YouTube channel yeah, where I reviewed. Yeah, you were like the people ponchos. that collect the Disney. You're you're like the people that collect the, the pins at uh, the Disney theme parks, but you uh, just yeah. collect ponchos. And you, but you also think it works like the pins, where if you see an employee <laughs> wearing one, you're like, you have to trade with me. <laughs> it's like a, this is my like code. Like, I'm not gonna do that. It's like me you and have two other to. families on the whole park while a hurricane is coming in. Like yeah. you have to trade ponchos with me. You have to because of the thing. Uh, and they're just running for shelter. You are a Disney indentured servant. I own your ass in this park. You will give me that poncho. Did you know that in Florida, all first, all windows open or all doors open out because of hurricanes, and um, people people's pools are enclosed, like they have screen enclosures because of gators. Mm-hmm. Why does anyone live in Florida? Yeah, it do, it does seem like no one should live there, and yet. This is maybe this that's is why it makes everyone insane. Yeah, honestly, I don't know how people survive out there. Speaking of survival, uh, well, this is the premiere of Survivor Forty Two. Jeff explains the Survivor shooting schedule and the game of Survivor to us, the viewer. Um, this was fine, I guess. You know, yeah, it's hey, nice to see Jeff season, just talk you know? about what. It's nice to have confirmation that the dumb idol. Uh, thing is going to be back. I was worried they yes. weren't going to do that again. Why would they not do that again? It was so much fun. It's great tele. It's just terrific television. I the thing is, I never know though. Television. They always they they always seem to want to keep the stupidest shit, and then they get rid of stuff that's good. So like I yeah, th- I was relieved that they didn't do that this time. We keep saying bring back the medallion of power, but do they listen to us? No. 
Uh, did you just open a bottle or and or can, Thomas? Is that what I heard? Mm. It's drinking a refreshing Mountain Dew Zero. All right, you're supposed to say yes, and then we introduce the segment, and then... <laughs> yes. Thomas, did you open a, ba- a bottle or a can? Uh, yeah, I just opened up this- a can on me and my body by opening this Mountain Dew Zero Sugar that no, I'm you're poisoning supposed to say myself yes, with. And then I introduce the segment, and then we play the segment. I already and- said yes! What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm not doing this again. <laughs> you figure it out. You figure our it out. Our best segment. Our best segment. And you're ruining it. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking a white peach lemonade uptime. Okay. It has oh, I'm so, it I'm so envious of you. I wish I was sell, drinking that. They, well, you know, maybe if you did wildlife shots right, you would. But no, you refuse to look it up. So what does this have to do with wildlife shots? I forgot what segment we were doing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, Jake, Jake, you have no right to say I am fucking things up. You couldn't even remember what segment it was. Well, we just like to say welcome to all of our new listeners. We always get a lot of new listeners when the <laughs> yeah, season so like comes thank, out. We'd like to thank the listeners. <laughs> this is basically what the show is. Yeah, this is honestly, if you're like, when are they going to get to the show? It's like Escalator <laughs> Land in Fairly Odd Parents. This is the show. This is the show. As Arnold Schwarzenegger said at the beginning, it's showtime and this is the show. Uh, one of the first people we meet is Jonathan. Did you know he did 15 pull-ups in a minute with 190 pounds on his back? Crazy. Maybe. I think uh, I compared him to record. the... I don't know if I did this on mic or not, but I, I think I compared him to one of the muscle men in Righteous Gemstones, and uh, he did nothing to uh, disabuse me of that notion <laughs> this episode. What is your early reaction to Jonathan? Do you like him? Do you dislike him? Do you think he's way too strong for this season? <laughs> uh, I think he the, my, the, he's, sh- he's fucking shredded. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's uh, huge. He's like a big ripped dude. Uh, and then I, you know, he didn't overstay his welcome. I think if he uh, was a little too talkative or something like that, he might get on my nerves. But like, he's just hanging out. It's fine. Yeah, he's a he's a good he's got good vibes. I was very worried he would be like um, the coconut salesman and like be like, oh my god, there's such a strong connection between us. Remember that guy? He was awful. Vince Sly, how could I ever forget that name? Yeah, I mean, you can't forget that guy because uh, he has, I still think, my favorite job description anyone has ever had on the show. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, Jonathan seems cool. I, I, I don't have anything against him. And he has a world record, which is very cool. How many world That's records true. do you have, That's true, I don't have any world records. Who am I to pass judgment on him? Yeah. Uh, Omar then says he's going to act like a pigeon, which was very fun. This was uh, like, I love when I like, like you can basically see someone with production like holding a gun to someone off camera and they're like compare everything to your job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How is this like exotic animals? Uh, Lydia is worried about the elements of living outside. Has only ever camped at music festivals. Lydia's the Gen Zer, right? She's the big Zoomer. She's a, yeah. Um, she seems fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she seems fine. Similarly, like, I would just you, you worry that they're they're gonna have somebody lean too too far in on the whole like adorkable thing. And I thought mm-hmm. she was fine. She just seemed like a regular person. 
So as I, as I said uh, on our Twitter, uh, we don't need more dorkable contestants. Go back to New Girl. No, don't need a bunch of fucking Jesses. Fucking bunch of fucking New mm. Girls um, and guys. New girls and new guys out there. Yeah. The Justin Long character from New Girl. We'll say that's what the, the male version of it would be. Oh, was Justin Long on New Girl? He was on New Girl. Oh, good for him. It's a very popular show. I'm sure he was on it briefly. Him and him and Zoe Deschanel dated oh, on the show. That's fun. Um, Marianne says that she feels like she is on a roller coaster. That's where we get our episode title. So, how about that? Pretty exciting, huh? Yeah. I felt I felt like I was on a roller coaster too. Um, of emotion. Yeah, of emotion. This this felt like a roller coaster of emotion where it, it felt like ripping uh you know a new Lilo and Stitch poncho and <sighs> the worst thing you know, about the it, highs Thomas? and lows of having the poncho and then having it ripped and then going to get it replaced and then they don't even have Jack Sparrow on <laughs> the poncho. It's my two favorite Disney characters, you know, <laughs> Stitch and Jack Sparrow. I just love the weird guys, you know. Uh, I think the, that if you the, could have gotten one with Jack Sparrow, you would have turned to someone and just I, like just imagine you bringing it up to buy it and then just going, "Why is why is the rum gone?" Huh? Yeah. And then like winking. Yeah, get it? Because they do have. I I have seen they have one that's like a full costume of Jack Sparrow. Like you can get his vest and his sword and everything on the poncho, but they didn't have that one. Apparently, it was sold out because it was so popular. If you buy that poncho, you should be forced to wear it everywhere for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's the commitment that you make. If you get that poncho, you have to know that you are making a lifetime commitment. These are your only clothes now. Yeah, you're wearing this forever, okay? Like, you better really like it. Uh, Jeff welcomes the cast to Survivor 42. Marianne is very excited to be there, so is Mike. Jeff does some weird poses. Uh, This was an episode of weird poses. I was going to ask you, when Jeff, at the end of Jeff's little spiel, he, like, goes to, like, put his foot up on a log that's standing in front of him, and he does it really awkwardly. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? They couldn't do another take? No. They don't have the time. It's only 26 days this time. It's one of those things where, like, I think the... A testament to how good Jeff is at his job is that I think it's the only time that I've ever thought, like, what is Jeff doing with his, like, body? Like, what he, when he when he's, like, talking to people or the camera, like, he's very good at, like, knowing what to do with his hands, like, good body language. You know, it's part of being a host. And this was, like, mm-hmm. the one time where I actually paid, like, it, it's pretty thankless because the only, the way that you're good at it is that no one pays attention to it. And this is the first time I've ever really paid attention to it. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dog? Like, why are you trying to step up on this log? <laughs> when he, when they first cut to him and he was like making that weird face, uh, I was like, what is Jeff doing with his face right now? And then he made some other pose with his face. I was like, oh, he's doing this intentionally because they're like excited that Jeff probes this here. Uh, it was a very weird scene. I did not like it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing now is like, do you think? Do you think that Jeff has had like? Do you think that maybe he's had like a little bit of work done? I'm not yes. saying that like that this would be unique to him. I think like that's just a thing that's going to happen if if you're in TV. You know, if you have a job consistently enough, like well, you're going to get I, like a little bit of Botox or something. 
I think it's more likely that he is just unproblematic, like Paul Rudd. That's true. Well, he's uh, but, like, it's just one of those things where like he Jeff looks Jeff has aged very well. He looks basically the same. But when you have these like super intense close-ups, you can kind of tell how old he is, and it's a little mm-hmm. bit jarring to have him like be like right up in your face doing the yeah, Jeff well, shtick. He's always had like pretty short, dark hair, and then they take a year and oh, a half no, off. No, th- honestly, that's what it is too. I think that actually might be more of it. Like that, yeah. might, it might be more that the long hair <clears throat> gives him a weird energy. Mm-hmm. He was he was hanging out with uh, with Hot Joe a lot in the quarantine, and he yeah. encouraged him to grow out his hair. Yeah, Jeff's got a lot of uh, thoughts about um, child trafficking and uh, January sixth. He's just trying to protect America. JFK Jr. <laughs> He's coming back. He's coming back. Uh, Jeff does some weird poses, right, and then asks Zach what it takes to win Survivor, and Jack. Jack, what's his name? Zach tries to give a cool line and says, "We're about to find out," and it falls flat. That was so funny because they could. That was they it was especially funny because Jeff Jeff could have just moved on, and Jeff Jeff is like, "No, I'm not letting him have this." <laughs> no, you fucking He's nerd. Like, what do you mean by that? Which honestly, it's not. It would not be a hard question to answer. I right? like that he couldn't think of a follow up because, like, all you have to say there is, you know, you can prognosticate all you want but ultimately it's going to come down to what we actually do out here so you know we don't know who has what it takes we're about to find out yeah jeff then compares uh the game of survivor to a monster in a horror movie i don't know why he keeps going on about the island is kind of like the it's kind of like the the other main character of the movie you know like it's like new york yeah or the smoke monster yeah, or the smoke monster on Lost. Um, another great show. How how far through your Lost rewatch are you at this point? Um, I am still in the first season. Uh, I have kind of been bouncing back and forth between that and Yellow Jackets. Um, nice. But I the last episode that I watched was the. Oh man, what episode was it? I watched the Claire episode, the first Claire episode. But oh, I is feel that like the one I where she goes to the psychic? That. It is the one where she goes to the psychic. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That Great one was especially, show. for me, I, I fell asleep because I was watching it before bed. And mm-hmm. I woke up, because that's an episode where Claire does a lot of screaming. And I woke up to Claire, like, freaking out. And it was not pleasant. They took my baby. Is that yeah, that it's just her being like, Because ah! no. she has, like, a horrible, yeah. That's, that's much later. Uh, great. I'm really happy that you're continuing to rewatch that, because, um, it's a good show. It's a very good show. Yeah, it is a good show. At the reward challenge, the winners get a pot, a knife, and some flint. Good call by us. They have to race to get some paddles, row around a buoy, build a pole to retrieve some flint. But here's the twist, Thomas. You love a twist. We love the twists here on Survivor, Jeff. Keep throwing them at us. This, the people who run to the second group of paddles have to wait for all three players to arrive and then make a choice to take an advantage or not take an advantage. Obviously, they're going to take the advantage, and then they get to put mud and blood on themselves, implying 
they had to work really hard to get these paddles. <laughs> I guess I love this the idea. A lot of fun. Why, actually, I like that the the blood there is basically like a trap because that production put in there because they're like, yeah, people are gonna ask you why you're bleeding. Yeah, I like no sense of forethought by High or. Drea or... I'm going to put a lot of blood on me. No one is going to be concerned for me. But Lydia was very concerned when High came back and was all bloody. And then, like, never followed up on it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like, you probably have, like, a huge cut. And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, You could have just said, like, oh, I... You need the wound, though. If you, I was going to say, like, you could just say you tripped on a log or something. There's There's no way out of that. Yeah. You just have to be like, don't worry about it, and then hope that they forget. Yeah. Uh, real blood, fake blood. Uh, this was all fake blood. Uh, but Daniel Strunk did dislocate his shoulder for real. He did. Uh, um, pretty sad to see. He was very worried he would be <laughs> removed from the game after that. I thought he would, too. It's tough with dislocated shoulders, because like, my, my dad dislocated his shoulder um, uh, years ago. But... Um, he did it badly enough that I think there was a little bit of like ro- rotator cuff damage, and so they mm. had to like they had to immobilize. He his arm was in a sling, like an immobilizer, for a a, a while because uh, the, they needed like the the uh, ligaments and stuff to heal. Right. Uh, but Daniel's, I mean, Daniel's was just kind of falling. My dad had someone fall on his shoulder, so mm. I think I think yeah. Sometimes with this stuff, you can just pop it back in. You just you know, like the doctor said, you got to be careful. Because you could, you're at greater risk to to pop it back out again, basically. Yeah, you know who has very strong shoulders, Jonathan. He literally pulls their boat closer to the rope. He jumps out of the boat and pulls it instead of them paddling closer to the rope they need to get to. Uh, Jonathan, very Pretty cool, impressive. very strong. Uh, Roxroy wins the whole challenge for Ika. Um, the medical checks on Daniel Strunk, and he gets his shoulder relocated. So, that was very good news. I was very happy with that. You know, I was worried. Then over at Ika, they do introductions. Swati gets her backstory. Um, and it's, you know, a, it's a backstory. I didn't write down anything. What do you... This, this show is like the fucking NBA draft now, where they're just like, what... Tell us, like, what, what personal tragedies have you had? Yeah. I mean, we... we it, it works. Like, I don't like, know. I mean, like, I I, like I, it's this. nice to hear about people overcoming adversity, but, like, I don't need... It just seems forced to be, like, everyone here is overcoming adversity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... I agree. I like the footage from home element that they've started doing these last couple seasons, though. I think that's very fun to build the character early on. Um, but, yeah, I know. <laughs> Not everybody needs to have type 1 diabetes, you know? But one yeah. person would be nice, and maybe that one person is me, Jeff. It's one of it's one of those things where, you know, you get everything is treated with like the same. It, it's all like shown with the same tone, and so then like it makes, you know, like if somebody has like a more trivial thing, and you're like, this is the same as uh, someone a surviving childhood leukemia, <laughs> like that's. <laughs> You know, it's just there can be some total swings there. I, yeah. I, I yeah. think it seems a little forced. What did you think of Tori saying she was going to use what she knows as a therapist to get ahead? Don't. 
Uh, yeah, agreed. I hate that shit. Don't love Tori so far. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna weaponize my therapist magic to be like. <laughs> I'm, I'm a master manipulator. I know how people's brains work. She's basically a badass at this game. Uh, remember and when Lots of said that? Potter. Oh god, what a fucking weirdo! You know. This person in their twenties. <laughs> I like the rocks where it was Potter. like, I just, I need these, I need these people to read another book. <laughs> like, I can't <laughs> fucking put up with this. Uh, the young people make an alliance, and the old people make an alliance. Classic shit. You love to see it. And the Vati tribe, they do the Savvier Sweat Challenge again, but this time, instead of two people doing the sweating portion, they have to do it with only one person. So both tribes pick the puzzle challenge. Mike says he doesn't want to do the pod challenge because he knows he's the strongest person on the tribe. So they do the puzzle, they're able to do the puzzle. Over on Taku, they split into two to build a camp simultaneously. The, uh, I like seeing this, I guess. Uh, but the puzzle was fun. Yeah. I thought it was funny yeah, when Jonathan didn't know how to count to 51. Yeah, it was it was fun in the sense that like you could see it's a good early test for like how perceptive people are with this stuff. Mm -hmm. I, the one thing I didn't like about it uh, was that um, it didn't focus for very long on what the actual puzzle was. So it was more just seeing people react to it than me being able to think about the puzzle myself that much. You know. You know what I just realized. Speaking of which, the, no game within the game this time. I mean, yeah, that's good. I'm glad they're not doing that. <laughs> was all of the negative feedback that they got? Uh, yeah, I think that was one where, you that. know, it's, it's one thing with the way that they shoot it, but, like, they had enough time to get rid of that shit. Yeah. Uh, so they do the puzzle. They Both tribes get it. Um, over on Vati, Mike gets his backstory, and then he makes fire. Firefighter making fire, you know? You'll love to see it. It's a classic trope on Survivor. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, the dog, the dog is bothering me. I, I'm, trying me about, to, I'm trying to balance this. Tell me about this dog you've got here. What kind of dog is it? He's, um, he is a... I think what they settled on, because he's an adopted uh, dog, is a... Um, and he's not mine. Or we're, we're watching a friend's dog. And, um, but he is a Chihuahua Pug Mix, I think, is what the official line on what this dog is. That sounds uh, really cute. But he's a fun little guy. He likes to sit on your lap. He likes to cuddle. He was trying to get up on my lap. He was high. He was. I think he was laying down, licking himself under my bed for a while there. And now he, now he came out to be like, I want to sit on you. And I, I <laughs> he can't jump up far. He's kind of old, so he he can't really jump too high. So he couldn't quite do it himself but also he didn't want me to pick him up i don't know it's hard sometimes <laughs> with dogs there are a lot of internal with. contradictions there yeah that's very cute i'm very happy that you have a dog with he's, you he's a he's a fun little guy i like he yeah. he's he likes to chill no bad he dogs, to all dogs go to heaven <laughs> who doesn't yeah, uh, look i do I'll tell you who doesn't. It's Roxroy. He is annoyed that the young folks on his tribe are singing while working and then delegates tasks. Uh, and then Roxroy gets his backstory. Roxroy was getting a bad edit here. People were horrible edit. 
people were not liking his attitude. Well, the, he's doing... It's funny to see it from... With him being a stay-at-home dad, but he's doing the thing where you try and mom your tribe. Like, he's trying to dad them. He's trying to stay-at-home yeah. dad his tribe. He's talking to them all like they're kids. People don't yeah. like that. He, he says he has to reset his brain because he's not dealing with children. <laughs> I found very yeah, funny. Yeah, it turns out that like people hate it when you do that. Yeah, I I am an adult. Uh, please speak to me as such. Thank you. You can cuss around me. It's not even a problem. Uh, Drea then reads her advantage. It's an advantage amulet. Three amulets gets you an extra vote. Two amulets is a steal vote, and one amulet is an idol. I think this is going to be really fun. Yeah, well, it's interesting because, like, somebody is going to have to play it first. Right. Well, no, I think the idea is you either work together to get that extra vote or steal a vote, or you all target each other to get that idol. I thought it was the order that they were used in. You're saying... No. Oh, so it's... Okay, so when... So when they're... Yeah, when all three people with it are still in the game... They get I don't think extra. that's how it w- I don't think that's how it would work though cuz you somebody they can all independently play it. Well, the rules stated that they that they are played at the same time. They're played together, right? How would that work? <sighs> They're I, all on different tribes. They, they I don't know, Thomas. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that you're right. I don't think that's wh- how this works. I'm looking up the rules right now. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that's how it works. No, I'm pretty sure that it's. The, I think that the tension here is not about whether they're playing against each other. I think the tension is whether you you don't know if anyone else has played them yet, unless you talk to them and they're on different tribes. Okay. The first person to play it only gets an extra vote. The second person to play it it's a steal a vote and the third person to play it it's an idol okay here's what tv insider says drea high and Lindsay took private moments to learn what they earned in the first challenge with their advantage amulets the amulets must be played with all other amulets in the game but here's the twist the fewer the amulets in the game the more power they have three is an extra vote two is a steal vote one is the full power of an idol last time it- okay so okay, so it's in the middle it's in the middle of what we're doing here Sure. They can all be played independently, but yeah, it's depending on how many people have been no. voted off. Or, no, okay, whatever. They can't, I don't think they can pl- be played independently. They need to be played with each other. The amulets must be played with all other amulets in the game. So they need to be played simultaneously. Okay, and do you, in that case, would you, if they're being played cooperatively, do you only get to steal one vote? I believe I believe that's the case. Yes. This is okay. This is fucking stupid. This is a stupid <laughs> fucking overcomplicated thing. I think it's fun. You like it's it's kind of placing a bounty on somebody uh, in the game for individuals. But hey, maybe it works out that an extra vote or a steal vote could really help you and one other person or two other people. You know, could it could happen. I'm excited to see what happens. Thomas hates it, but, you know, what else is new? Yeah, Thomas, I think this is dumb. Thomas and not in the good way. Not in the, 
Not in the good way, like the uh, the one where you have to say something stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's very fun. I'm very excited for that to come out later. Uh, over on Taku, Jackson tells them he is trans, and then we get his backstory. Um, great, great saying for Jackson. Sure, sure seemed like he was on his way to become a fan favorite, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, over on Vati, Lydia and Hai get along. Mike and Dre get along. So Chanel and Daniel Strunk get stuck together. And Daniel Strunk reveals that he had leukemia as a kid. So, it's, uh, that's, that's something. You know? What do you, what do you yeah, think about that's that? That's a lot. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of people overcoming yeah. adversity this season. You're, you're talking all this shit about Swathi's, uh, background, uh, but Daniel Strunk had leukemia. And he did have leukemia. I can't deny that. And Roxroy had, uh, kid children. <laughs> yeah, he had children. Everybody's had a hard time in life, but Survivor is all about vibes and good vibes and island vibes and vacation vibes. Bring back the vibes of Marquesas, you know? I feel like the vibes on 42 are going to be very similar to those of 41, but not as exciting. You know what I mean? Yeah, they feel a little off, don't they? Yeah, it feels like they're just trying to recreate the same... Thing. This is why we say it every week. Well, it's but the same thing, but I, I look. I mean, there's plenty of time for this to be proven wrong, and maybe it'll turn around. But like, it's Survivor 41 with a less compelling cast. I mean, that's what yeah. it is. I haven't really attached to anybody yet either. Some people seem to really love this cast already. I'm not there yet. Sorry, I don't, Jeff. I don't understand that. I don't. I don't have like a great amount of dislike for much of this cast, but like. There's just not as many immediately, like, it was really clear from the jump with Survivor 41, some, so, sorry, Survivor 41, mm-hmm. uh, that there were a bunch of good players Yeah, in that season. Yeah. You could tell immediately, like, oh, Ricard and Shan are going to be a big deal this season. They just had Lots that. of really, yeah, lots of really intriguing things early on with, with them, with... Zan, you know, Xander, I think, was kind of a standout right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your son. Can't forget about Erica. Uh, oh, yeah, my son. My two sons. Uh, your two sons. JD. One we of whom. Don't talk. One well, of whom was very successful, one of whom was not. Yeah, JD. I mean, R.I.P. JD, you know? Yeah. Uh, but. Because he's dead to you because of how bad he did. Yeah. Uh, JD is dead to me. Um, you know, bring him back, though. I honestly, I would love to see... No, I don't think... No! He does not deserve... Why? For what? Why does he deserve to come back? Because he was on a season with a really strong cast, and I think they should bring that entire cast back. (laughs) Okay. That's the only circumstance where he should come back, is if they bring the whole cast back. Bring him back for Fan First Three. He had maybe the single most self-inflicted loss I've ever seen from anyone in the history of Survivor. (laughs) No one deserves to come back less. (laughs) Well, I don't know if that's entirely true, but I'll uh, I'll take it. Okay, outside of people being, like, outside of, like, cancelable offenses, no one deserves it less. Based on how they play, like, just straight gameplay. But he was a fun character. (laughs) No, he wasn't. You Why wanted do you hate him my to be. son. I don't hate him. I just thought he was not. What did he? I, his entire arc on that was basically like I keep getting 
I keep getting tricked by Shan. <laughs> oh no, I got I got voted out after I super overconfidently <laughs> told everyone to stick to the plan after I fucked up the challenge for us. Like that's I think he would if you asked him, I think he would say, Yeah, didn't play well. <laughs> I still wanna see him back. I just liked him. He was a fun guy. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. Uh, cool vibes from JD. Uh, I like him a lot. I still like him, even though he was a disappointment. As I like to call him Jake's disappointment. Um, I've mentioned that before, but <laughs> it's true because one of my boys got to uh, got to final tribal council, and my other son didn't even make it to the merge. But he made my that other son shot. got owned on national television. <laughs> Um, Zach and Romeo form a skinny guy alliance. What did you feel about this? Did you relate? Did you, did you see us me, in me this my, alliance? Our, our brethren, we gotta, we gotta stand together. Gotta you know? support our skinny guys. If we don't support each other, who will? Skinny solidarity. <laughs> uh, Tori looks for tarot root, uh, but then also peeks around for an idol and nobody even knows it. Nobody even knows there, she's looking for an idol. Yeah, no one even knows, right? Mm-hmm. There, there is a way to do this. I guess she was actually kind of looking for idols, but if you don't want people to suspect you of looking for an idol, ask if someone wants to come with you. Mm-hmm. Or, even better, bring someone with you to find actual food because you don't have any food. Yeah, well... I, yeah, I feel I like mean, at this point in the game, food is more important than an idol. I think she was actually looking for the roots or whatever, though. I think she was doing both. Yeah, well, it's not a good look. Over on Taku, a boat arrives to take one of each person from each tribe. One person from each tribe. There we go. Marianne volunteers for her tribe. Jenny goes for Vati. Andrea goes for Ika. And then they do the summit. Marianne is not wearing shoes on this hike. I uh, felt very bad for her. Uh, and then yeah. we get her, her backstory. Well, Marianne was saying that barefoot is legal. She's like, it's not, they can't make me wear shoes on, on Survivor. <laughs> sure. Uh, Marianne reveals that she was the weird kid growing up. Uh, so, you know what that means. Marianne could be Survivor's first weirdo winner. Yeah, first weird kid to yeah. ever win Survivor. It's never happened before. May never happen again, but Marianne could be that person for us. Uh, they then get the prisoner's dilemma again. Um, I and didn't need this. I didn't need this to be back. I didn't think it added that much to last season, to be honest. I agree. I thought it it felt very fun, like something different. Fine is a one-time fun, thing. But yeah, it was uh, kind of overplayed, overdone last season. And kind of burned out for me, but also very annoyed at uh, we both seasons this has happened where someone is like, "I'm so smart, I know what the prisoner's dilemma is." Oh, it's a prisoner's dilemma, guys. Yeah, I know what that is. It's uh, the prisoner's dilemma, very popular puzzle, um, and I'm glad we got to see it again. It's very fun. It reminds me of Are You the One? Second chances? Was that what? Yeah, <laughs> they didn't do prisoner's dilemmas. I'm just regular are you the one. Yeah. <laughs> you can either continue to date this person or not. I don't know what the prisoner's dilemma would be in that show. 
Uh, if you all, yeah, if you all attempt to date this person, then none of you will date this person. Uh, that is kind of what Are You the One is. Um, how many successful relationships have come out of that show? More unsuccessful ones, I think. Zero. Uh, <laughs> no, there's been at least one. Dre and Marianne risk their vote. Uh, Jenny protects her vote, which means they, Dre and Marianne, receive an extra vote. Is that how that works? Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. I think okay. that, yeah, they get an extra vote. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, if, if either they, they're wagering their vote, you know, if, if all of them uh, take the risk, they, they lose their votes. Uh, but, yeah, then you gain an extra vote if somebody plays it safe. Sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a good it's a good challenge. I, I don't I don't I'm not bad about it. Uh, do it every season. Who cares? Do it every season and have everybody go. I don't want to know how many votes are at a tribal council. Then um, the biggest thing happens this episode. Jeff comes to the Taku Beach and brings Jackson aside. And uh, Jackson tells him he has been weaning himself off of lithium before the game started. And now Jeff is worried that they won't be able to take care of that, him. And Jackson has to leave. What did you think of this scene? Pretty cool, pretty cool, fun thing to happen in the very first episode of a brand new season. Yeah, uh, I think that they probably should have just... I think what they could have done was not put him on this season mm-hmm. and say we're going to lock you in for the next cast that we do you know we 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 like you we still want to cast you but we need to give you time to actually get off of this yeah and yeah maybe if he had communicated that uh he was doing that earlier they could have done that uh just, well, they could have just not put him out there, though. I mean, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I don't think that he ever should have, because they found out about it. Didn't they say before they shipped out? They were already in Fiji, I think, but they hadn't started okay. shooting yet. Yeah. Well, then just yeah, don't start. Don't have him on any of the episodes. Just send him back and say, you know, you will have a rain check, basically. I. Yeah, I agree. I think the. I mean, and maybe th- maybe they are going to bring him back. I hope they do. I hope but... they do too, because I really, I really liked the little bit we did. Yeah, get to I thought I, I really liked him. So I I I think. You know, we were talking about this this not having some like players that popped as immediately. Like I thought he easily could have been that guy mm-hmm. for for this season, but. Yeah, instead, absolutely. We we get a little taste, and then. Nope. He's gone. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, I think the the theory is, the behind-the-scenes theory is they found out about his medicine too late, and they had already sent the alternates home, which I don't know oh, why they okay. would have done that. So they were like, oh, well, let's just like go forward with it because this whole season is planned around having three tribes of six people. But then to just pull them out immediately anyway. Like, okay, if you're going to do They were like, tribes, we already made the video. We already made the Overcoming <laughs> Adversity video package. And uh, we're going to show it. <laughs> we didn't do that three days of work for nothing. Um, yeah, production worked really hard on this. 
Uh, I'm downloading that video your mom sent us. Uh, I think if they really wanted to get Jackson on, and they also really wanted to have three tribes, they should have just taken one person from each tribe and put him on 43 instead and be like, oh, we're just, there's just going to be 15 people this season instead of 18. It's like, yeah, it's one less, but, you know, COVID. And we all be like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then once Jackson is able to medically compete, then let him on. They, they really fucked up here. This was so disappointing. Yeah, just, I, I, it, it just seemed like there was a better way to do this. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. it, it's just weird that the, the, there were a lot of ways to avoid it going down this way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just feels like a lot of people fucked up and they could have been avoided. Anyway, uh, at the immunity challenge, they have to collect chests via boat and then make a puzzle. You know, like a survivor challenge? Classic survivor challenge. Uh, did you notice the immunity idol? Uh, yeah, I thought it was fucking great. Uh, I like that the second one, because the first one is an Ouroboros, you know, it's a snake eating yes. its own tail. Yes. And the second one, it looks like a pile of poop. So <laughs> I, I, I do like that you get like a bad consolation prize. If yeah, you don't get the cool funny. one. It's basically a participation trophy. Because uh, it's all the millennials and the Zoomers playing the game now. Yeah, that they, that they love those. Yeah. Uh, Taku wins and Vati takes second place. Uh, any other notes on the challenge, Thomas? No. I mean, what's the, there's not much to say. It's a survivor yeah. challenge. Yeah. Uh, Zach apologizes to his tribe for not winning. Tori tells them that she doesn't have an idol. Uh, which felt very much like a the... My I don't have an idol shirt is raising a lot of questions about whether or not I have an <laughs> yeah. idol. Uh, Drea then targets Roxroy, even though they were on in an alliance together. Because I I didn't understand her motivation here. Why would you want to get out Roxroy? Uh, I, yeah, I guess it's like you want to get him earlier, I guess, and I think I think part of it was just being fed up with him around camp, and then part of it was like he didn't even actually help us that much in the challenge, so... I guess, but I feel like he probably helped more than Zach, but whatever. Yeah, and I think, I think that's why uh, she was so easily talked out of it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Swati wants Zach out. Uh, Romeo tries to convince her. Not to, and tells her to vote for Tori instead. I was, if, it was between Zach and Tori at this point, and I would have been happy either way. <laughs> yeah, either's fine. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the wildlife shots, it's time for them. Wildlife. Pretty good introduction of the segment, I think. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> There was an iguana, there was a banded sea crate, and there was the barking imperial pigeon. You know, Omar referenced he's going to play like a pigeon. Well, these babies are 15 to 17 inches long. Maybe he'll play for 15 to 17 days. It's mostly a dark gray, but the beak is black and the eyes are red or purple. 
you can find them on the medium and large islands of Fiji. And that's it. They are generally found in the forests of these islands. They eat fruit. And they are known for their loud uh-oo and rah noises. That's why they're called the barking imperial pigeon. How, uh, how close to extinction do you think these babies are rated, Thomas? I'm going to say that they are the lowest rating. Uh, you are correct. Uh, not concerned. Not uh, Least concern is the technical. Least concern. Yeah. Yes, least concern. Um, so they do the first tribal council. And Jeff has Zach do the whole fire represents your life spiel. I don't like when this happens. Jeff is supposed to say those lines, you know? Yeah, that's for Jeff to do. That's for Jeff. It's like when the... It's like when you're at a concert and they do the thing where they try and hold the mic out for the crowd to sing a part of it. Don't like that. Yeah. I didn't come here to get... I'm here to see... I'm not here to hear me sing. I'm here to hear you sing. Yeah. Uh... But it's like, carry on my wayward son, you know? Don't you want to sing along? And how come you don't care about the singer's vocal cords? Maybe they need to rest. Maybe they need to yeah. take a drink of water and you need to pick up some slack. Okay? You came to that's, this concert. I'm sorry, yeah, that's, be my, that's my bad. Well, you know, learn a lot uh, after two years inside about going out in public and being at a concert. Uh, Roxroy then tells America that the show is real. It's, that's good. It's always nice to be reminded of that. Zach was expecting a shelter building montage. I don't. I don't like Zach. I'm sorry to say. Oh well. <laughs> I hate. Got good news for you. I hate when people are like, "It's not a TV show." I thought it was on a TV show, and Zach, like, with his fucking "We're about to find out" line. Uh, and then he's like, oh, I thought there was a building montage. Like, he's so trying to play to the edit, and that's very annoying Yeah, to I don't me. like... Players should not be this self-aware. I don't like... I don't... I do think that has been a problem with the show, is that they're getting too many fucking Survivor nerds on the show. Yeah. Like, not just people that are like, I think it would be cool to try it out. It's people that are like, I watch... I know all of the votes from every season and I obsess about the gameplay and stuff. It's like, I, I much, I care much less about that than I do about somebody that's on it for like an experience. I, uh, know the really dramatic votes that like stick out in my mind and are like put on YouTube compilations. The, the boring ones. I don't remember. I couldn't, I could not tell you when Grant Matos is, voted out of Redemption Island. I, I think that's the season he was on. I don't even know. But somebody out there knows. And, you know, good for them. But that's not why we watch this show. We watch this show to make fun of Jeff Probst, and that is it. Uh, Swati says that she would cut off her own finger to avoid trouble counsel. I thought that was funny. I like Swati. She's fun. Yeah, I, I think, you know... Maybe maybe toned it down a little bit, you know. Thomas just wants would you cut off to your be own? more chill. How about you fucking prove it that you're gonna cut your own finger off? Oh, you're gonna do that? You would do that? Oh yeah, you're gonna use your machete, your one and only machete, to inflict her personal injury. Um, you lied to Jeff Probst. That's a lie that you told. Winners don't lie. 
Uh, Tori believes that she is a strong player. I love when people are like, I'm a strong player, and it's been two days. <laughs> it's like, what have you done? <laughs> You've been existed two on the island? haven't died. <laughs> Tori explains that she was foraging for food, but the trust hasn't been built yet. Then they go to vote. Zach uses his shot in the dark, uh, but he is <laughs> not safe. So he receives. Yeah. I mean, he had the right instincts there. He did indeed. That would have been very funny if the shot in the dark had worked and just there were no votes. Because <laughs> they were all for him. <laughs> so they would just have to vote again. I guess in that case, Tori would have gone probably, right? Yeah. Or maybe Rockstar. Maybe it would have been. But yeah, that would be really funny to be paranoid enough the first tribal council to be like, I got to use it right now. And then you're right. Mm-hmm. Which he was right. And then it also pays off. Yeah, it would have been great. I would have been a, a Zach Stan after that, but said I'm a Zach hater. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so last week we had zero points because it was the start of the season, of course. You got a point for Anika Swati surviving. I got a point for Roxford surviving. You got a point for Marianne surviving on Taku. I got a point for Omar surviving. On Vati, you got a point for High surviving, and I got a point for Daniel Strunk surviving. So we each got three points for our three people on each tribe. I got a point for Ika winning the reward. You got a point for the reward being Flint. I got a point for the reward being Flint. We both got the immunity winner point. You said Taku, I said Vati, and you said Zach would be voted out, correct? Wow. This is a great week for both of us. Yeah, we each got six points. Um, That's a lot. We got. I think we got almost as, like, I think, what's the max points we can get? Like, eight? Uh, eight points would be the maximum, yes. Uh, the six only of eight points, for both of us. That's pretty good. The only other points you could have won were if Taki had won reward and if there had been uh, cryptocurrency uh, reward uh, somehow incorporated. Oh, the for game. the season one. Okay. Yeah. Um, my only other points could have come from Daniel Strunk being voted out, uh, really hedging my bets on that one, and Applebee's being the product placement point. Uh, so, next week, what do you think the reward-winning tribe will be? Uh, I think it is going to be... Sorry, let me... Let me look up these tribes again. Okay, which one is blue, which one is green, and which one is the other color? Ika is blue, Vati is green, I want to say Taku is orange. Okay, I'm going to pick Vati to win uh, reward. I'm going to stick with Ika. I feel like they're strong. I mean, they did go to Tribal Council, didn't they? Yes. They did go to Trouble Council. I'm going to say Taku. But they won reward. They won reward the first time around. Yeah, they did. Oh, but Roxroy's on that tribe. What tribe is big, strong Jonathan on? Uh, He, I believe, is on the green tribe. That's Vati. You already picked Vati. You know what? I'll pick Vati, too. Cancel out that point. Okay. Got to be competitive. What do you think the reward will be? And again, we are early on, so it should be easy. I'm going to say fishing gear. Ooh, that's a good choice. I'm going to say tools to build a shelter. Yep, that's a good choice. I don't remember the last season they actually gave them tools to build a shelter. <laughs> but I'm still they, convinced they, they, they might, though. I mean, that's they the might. thing with that and fishing gear. It's a thing yeah. you know that they have given people. Yes. What tribe do you think will win immunity? Uh, I'm going to say... 
I'm going to stick with Vati. I think they're just going to be a strong tribe. I will say um, um, Ika. Okay. I, just, I have a good, I have a good uh, feeling about that. Who is going to get voted out? Hmm. All right, I, I gotta look up these. Uh... Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Who all is left? Who all is left in it's the game? It's not just remembering everyone on the show that I've only seen once. It's remembering what tribes they're all on. Right. Hmm. Oh, I know who I'm gonna pick. Okay. So yeah, so we have two tribes that are down a person because Jackson's gone for Taku. Yep. And uh, and and Zach is gone for Ika. Um. Oh, and Jonathan is on Taku. So if you want to change your any of your your challenge votes, Jonathan he's on, is on, on Taku. He's on the Orange Tribe. You know what? I'm not gonna go back and remember what I said. I'm gonna stick with my instinct. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about, by the way? Because she didn't really do much of anything on the episode, but uh, is it Maria or Maria or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wearing maybe the worst hat I've ever seen (laughs) on the show. (laughs) I I did a double take when it cut over to her. Like, you're on an island. Why are you wearing a a fucking cheetah print beret? (laughs) She's cool and fun and everybody likes her. I guess, yeah. Um, So who's getting voted out? Uh, I'm going to say that I'm going to say Roxroy. I'm going to say Roxroy gets voted out. You bastard. I am going to say Tori. Okay. So we are done with the episode. Horrible way to phrase that, but you know what I mean? We're here at the end. I forgot to mention last week uh, when we finished Plow, but next office season, do you remember what we're going to be doing? Uh, what are we going to be doing? The very next season after Palau, season 11, Survivor Guatemala. Do you know why Guatemala ah, okay. is significant, Thomas? I don't. Um, for a couple reasons. One, uh, remember, Palau was the last season without an immunity idol, so... Oh, is this, is this the first one with an immunity idol? That is correct. Uh, and also, um, potentially a friend from back home is on this season. A landscaper? Who you might oh, interesting. have run into. Um, named Gary Hawkins. Uh, so Gary Hawkins. Once Survivor 42 is done, we are going to be picking that up over the summer. I'm very excited about that. Thomas, what is your Twitter should people want to see you, you tweeting about Tom NFTs Tom. and March Madness and whatever else you bros are into? Yeah, that's me. Uh, you can follow me at Tom Not Tom. You can follow the show at DYWSLN on Twitter or on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. It's updated regularly. We have a few shows on Patreon. You can find it at patreon.com slash just podcasts uh thomas which one are you featuring this week we have about 10 or 15 or 20 at this point um let's say uh just justin classic justin timberlake podcast a classic uh not to be confused with of course justin sink which is uh, yeah that's where we don't talk about any of justin timberlake's solo career or acting we only talk about in sync yeah uh let's thank the listeners here at the end of the show Thomas, this is, this is your bit. 
I've, I, I, I have actually already thanked them, but I would like to thank them again. Oh, okay. Uh, and if they were to write anything on Apple Podcasts as a listener that loves the show, what would what should they write as a review? Uh, first of all, I, I just want to clarify. Um, you can be. I, I would love all of our listeners to be fans. You just have to pay us. Yes. Uh, if you subscribe to something on our Patreon, you can be a fan of the show, but otherwise you're just a listener because you don't actually support us. And another, uh, another so thing just, about just that. Just putting that out there. We're very appreciative of the listens, but uh, much more appreciative of uh, maybe, let's say, like, how much is the Just Justin uh, subscription again? Ooh, good question. Um, I'm pulling it up now. It is affordable i think is the first thing we should say about it <laughs> um it's affordable and it oh it's only fifteen thousand a month <laughs> it's only fifteen thousand dollars a month it's very affordable so the, and just to be clear that's for one episode a month <laughs> that's for one episode a month and i'll also say if you want to be a fan if you want to be considered a fan but you don't want any of our award-winning content, Just Joey, Just Justin, Just Sync, etc. Uh, you you can do that for only $10 a month. You could be a four-star fan, and that allows you to give us a four-star review on um, the platform of your choice. Uh, because currently... Yeah, you have to pay to give us a review that's less than five stars. I five stars, though, important that free. our listeners know that. You can give us a review for less than five stars, but it will cost you. <laughs> <laughs> and we would prefer the money up front, uh... Thank you. We uh, anyway the 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 review you're supposed to give is this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And if you're uh, leaving that review on Spotify, also say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify Wrapped. Yeah, um, and that's really good. And that's hey, we'll be back next week. Oh, Survivor forty two two. Survivor next. forty comma two. And then the number two, because it's the second episode. Um, okay, well, anyway. Okay, are you going to tell me to have a great summer? I feel like you... Okay, well, it's Judd Apatow, you know, we all do it. Uh, and have a great summer. 42 cents. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all, but oh Moist already happened, right? I think there already was. I think that was the answer at one point. Um, I, I think you're right, but I would say it's not a bad guess. Because I guessed something similar, and it, it uh, helped me figure out the answer. I did Foist instead, and that actually ended up being a very good choice to make. Voiced? Foist. With an F. Like, vo- have something foisted upon you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, good, good stuff. All right, well, tell me what, tell me what, you're, what you're guessing. Oh, okay, well, I know that the first two letters are F-O, mm-hmm. and there is an S in the word. Okay, I guessed fours, like multiple four, mm-hmm. like, you know, multiple number fours next. Like the stab four. So I know where the S is now, and I know that there is a U in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I know what this is. Oh, tell me, what is it? Can you stop talking to me right now? I need to focus. <laughs> I did index, sulky, 
Usher. Moust? Which is apparently Usher. a word. I just, You're you like, know. I'm going to guess Usher. Oh, there's not enough, there's oh, not no. enough spaces. Usher is six letters, actually. Um, <laughs> you ever just, like, type a bunch of random letters in and hit enter? That's what I did with mouse. Learned that no, was a word. I've never done, I've literally never done that before. Hmm. Well, mouse means must. Smarten up, probes.